probably should have brushed my teeth first. I didn't brush my teeth either. Ugh. I'm still drinking my coffee. I Same brushed my here. teeth after coffee. All I have is coffee breath right now. I have a towel though. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you're not getting your spray tan all over my couch. <laughs> it's very important. It's a brand new couch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. We're so excited that you're back with us for another episode, which this one's going to be amazing. We're so excited about it. Absolutely. We're pumped for this week's episode about money and money. 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 Money, 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 money. (laughs) (laughs) I need to clip some extra tunes behind that. (laughs) You're going to have to, yeah. This week, we have added another bonus for all of our listeners. We've created a Facebook group called The Art of Getting Your Shit Together. What else would it be called? It's going to be a closed group where we can talk privately about how we want to get our shit together and kind of riff off one another about what we're feeling, what we struggle with in our lives, how we can improve things that we've learned, things that you've guys learned, and just really come together as a fun little community for all our listeners. And one of the great things about this too is we can celebrate successes together. We can lift each other up when we're having a shit day or if somebody is particularly wanting to share you know the shit sandwich they're eating or it's basically just a way for us to form a community around our listeners and our girls and guys if you're a dude you can come in too but we just want to make sure that you're all coming into our community and making the most of this podcast and hopefully it'll give us some ideas of what we can talk about on future podcasts too absolutely Jen and I have learned a lot and we love to share it, but I think the best way to share is what others want to hear about. Through community. It's all about community. And this is our start. The podcast was a start to create our community for like-minded women. And this addition will just further that and I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah, so if you want to find us on Facebook, you can go search in the little search bar. It's the art of getting your shit together. It's a closed group. So you'll have to request to join and then there's a question that we're going to ask and we want to know how you want to get your shit together Mm -hmm. and that's going to be amazing. And don't be embarrassed, just tell us. Again, it will just build on how like-minded we are and it'll be really powerful when we realize how much of the same bullshit that we're all dealing with. It'll just create a positive atmosphere and environment. And we need more of that these days. Amen. So come join our group, please. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about some negative money beliefs. After Jen and I talked a little bit about this, we started to realize more and more that we all think of money. We talk about money. We think of lack of money and how to make money and it constantly comes up. But some of those mindsets and some of those negative beliefs we have around money and how to make money, we feel can really hold us back. So today we're going to talk about some of those negative beliefs and we researched those topics and we're going to discuss the most common ones that we saw. After this, we hope you can take away some new beliefs to try on and even potentially create more abundance in your life. Right, because the first step is to bust and get rid of some of these negative beliefs surrounding money. Because if you have crappy beliefs surrounding money, you're never going to attract more money. We might need to change that so that you can attract more money into your life. And 
The first one is money, that money is evil. And you've heard the saying, I'm sure, over and over again, that money is the root of all evil. The way to bust that is just to think that money is itself isn't evil. It's a completely neutral thing. It's a form of currency, and it's a, an exchange of energy from one service to another. So for example, if I, as a graphic designer in my career, create a website or something for you, and in exchange you give me money, that doesn't mean that that exchange was evil or that the money that I received makes me evil or anything like that. It's just a tool. It's just a means for transferring value from one thing to another. Money itself is not evil. So we need to just bust that and kick that one to the curb right now. You got anything? I like to think of it as it, it doesn't have to have a, a negative association with it whatsoever. It's just an exchange. Why not view it as something positive? Exactly. I think that is just the first right off the bat. Money isn't evil. And all y'all need to bust that one right away. <laughs> We're not going to think that that negative belief anymore. So the second one that we saw quite often is money means you're greedy or money means you're an asshole. And to be greedy and to be an asshole, you have to be that before you even have money. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> That's just a character <laughs> characteristic of who that person is. But a lot of people think that just because you have a lot of money, you're greedy. And like what I said just a minute ago, it's it's an exchange of value. People hold value differently for different services and products. So if I hold one service, if I give one service and Jenna has another service and she may charge more, people may think that she could be greedy or charging too much or could be a scam. She could be a scam artist and that that's false. She just holds her service maybe to a higher value. And there's nothing wrong with that. So many people do the same service and have different charges that they charge their clients or customers. And that's fine. Granted, there are scam artists and we see it on the news and it's prevalent today, especially with hacking and, and online purchases and things like that. And there are very greedy people out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's not. However, why not build something that is meaningful to you? There's nothing wrong with that. And be be okay with it. Sit with it and enjoy it. I think yeah. there's nothing wrong with enjoying money. I uh, completely agree with you. And I think that's one of the things that we kind of associate. We've probably met somebody in the past who had a lot of money, who was kind of an asshole, or they did seem greedy, or maybe they were a money hoarder or cheap, or they had all of this abundant money, but they didn't want to maybe pay good money for a service or value or something like that. And so we've had negative experiences. And so that's really where that belief can come from is having an experience with somebody who's just kind of a dick. And you're like, wow, that that guy is a dick because he has money. So therefore, everybody who has money is a dick or an asshole or greedy. And also, like you're saying, scamming people. Absolutely. That's a thing. But I think, you know, to know that there are many people out in the world also that have a lot of money that who are very generous and do amazing things with their money. Amazing things with their money. For example, Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates, Microsoft dude, he has one of the biggest philanthropic foundations in the world. 
and he does so he was one of the richest i don't think he's the richest anymore but he was Mm -hmm. and he gives so much of it away and he's done so much good in this world and that brings me to another negative belief which money and spirituality don't mix and spirituality can be whatever you make of it it's religion uh, service or just being kind of a more self-aware person being mindful being mindful exactly and that's just not true if you are in a position where you deliver a service to others whether it's you're a pastor or you are a nurse or a teacher or something that is in service to others that is supposed to be of humble origins and you know a lot of people can think of like a relig- a lot of people think you know why should you make a lot of money if you're doing god's work for example because the more money that you make and the more abundance that you create surrounding the work you do just means that you can go out into the world, for example, piggybacking on the Bill Gates thing, and do more good. Mm-hmm. The more money you have, the better off you are at taking care of your own needs. And then you can go out and serve others. And you can serve others in a way that is unparalleled to any other way imaginable if you have the financial means to do so. I loved in our training that we were at last week, one of the participants said, I make sure my cup is full so I can serve others. And I resonated with that so much. I just, I got all sorts of the good feels when she said that. And I absolutely believe that where how, how would you ever give all of yourself to anybody or to get in that creative mindset to be so giving when your cup is empty? So fill up your cup and make sure that you do what you can to keep it full so you can have that same positive giving energy that you want. So in essence, just because you're in a service base or a spiritual based serving others does not mean that you should not be compensated very well for that. That just means that all the more that you can be compensated, the more you can help people. Mm -hmm. And that is such a beautiful thing, which leads us to the next one is you must work hard for your money. Oh, yes. This one's a good one. And I want to break this down a little bit. You don't have to work hard to make money. You can work hard, but I think we've all heard work smarter, not harder. And when we think of working hard, we think of hustling, putting in the weekly grind, the 60-hour work weeks. We're always working. And this has been how a lot of us have seen what hard work is and how people make money. It's That's kind of been exploited to us. However, it's the exertion that you put into it. You can put in the same amount of energy and exertion into a 20-hour week that you may put into a 40 or 60-hour week, and you're going to get the same output. It's all about what you put in. You could put in a certain amount of hours and create the same amount of wealth and you could also put those extra hours that you may have wasted before into something extra to create additional income and use your creativity to create maybe a passive income because it's not all about just showing up at the office all the time. We live in a world now where money is readily available if you create it, whether it's creating something you sell online, joining a MLM, a multi-level marketing company, or a direct sales company, if there's something that you feel passionate about or believe in and you want to sell it, do it. Why not? If you can put in a little bit of hard work to create something else, 
that money will come more easily for you later on. And there's a great way to have passive income with creating a product and selling it or becoming an affiliate for a company that you believe in. Yeah, it's all about thinking outside the box, right? Sometimes when we're creating money, it doesn't have to be hard work. If you're thinking outside the box, just like you just said, and you can figure out a way to make money, there's all kinds of ways to make money these days, and it does not have to be hard work. And listen, hard work is admirable. I am a business owner, and I bust my ass on my business, and it has felt like hard work. At the same time, I love it so much that sometimes it doesn't feel like work at all. Mm -hmm. And I do realize that there are jobs out there where they are, you know, backbreaking, grueling hours. However... I would encourage everybody to think creatively and think of how maybe they can work a different kind of, like you're saying, a side hustle or, or make some money online line so they don't have to work so godforsaken hard in the day-to-day life. Work hard. I want everyone to work hard, but work smarter when you're working hard. It's not about killing yourself out there, just trying to make ends meet. If you take the time to really think about it and think about how you can expand your wealth and expand your value you're going to create more money and one more thing remember this weekend one of the things that we learned at the training was you have a choice of how you perceive what you're doing at all times and i know that sounds very easy to say and and saying it and hard to do in practice but if you go into work every day and you perceive it as just a complete drag then you are going to feel like you are working hard for your money and that money is hard but money really isn't hard and if you take and just change your perception and your mindset surrounding money and how it can be easy instead you might be able to take the shit sandwich of that job and just turn it into a positive or at least look at it in a different way so it doesn't have to be such a mental burden for you. I love that you said that. It's exactly what you make it mean. When I show up for my job every day, I could go into it dreading it or thinking, oh my gosh, I got to be here. I got to be at the office. I make the best of it. I really, I try to do that every day. I try to show up in the best way I can every single day. It's hard work, but I make it what I want it to be. Well, and one other thing too is hard work can be a positive. Mm -hmm. You can say, you know, if the money mindset for you is working hard to make money and that sounds grueling and terrible, you're not going to want to work hard to make money and therefore you're going to be money poor. If you are taking that I'm working hard and making it a joyful experience and like something like I worked Have you ever, I know Lindsay, have you ever worked your ass off on something and been like, oh my gosh, I worked so hard on this. And then the gratification, not just monetarily, but just the feeling of satisfaction you get from working hard on something. We're not saying don't work hard. It can be so satisfying to work hard, but you don't have to make it into a negative thing. It doesn't need to be negative. It can be absolutely fulfilling to work hard. The gratification one gets from working hard is hard to compare to. It's that hit of dopamine, dopamine or serotonin. I have to go back and look. I'm going to have to ask Simon, Simon Sinek. He's our man. He's our man. Found that. (laughs) He taught us all about the hormones that cause good feelers in your brain. We all know there's something to be said about hard work. But it's, again, the exertion that you put in and what you get out of that hard work I would hope that everyone can go in and 
get through the day, tackle those obstacles and really overcome challenges and go home and be like, I fucking killed it today. And I love those days. And celebrate it. And you should celebrate it. Celebrate all those successes and feel it and relish that moment because it feels so amazing and know that you can do it. And, but again, it doesn't, even though it was hard work, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to associate with a negative belief of money is hard. Money is not hard. And I think we're, we're kind of going on and on about it, but this is a big one for people. You know, I actually have embodied some of this myself, you know, having to work as an entrepreneur, you really have to bust your butt. And sometimes it can just feel like, oh, this is so hard. I just, if I have to do one more 12 hour day, I might just, you know, go completely bonkers and somebody put me in a padded room. But that's kind of the delayed gratification that I feel when, when, you know, I got through it and it's amazing. So yes, I think, I think we've completely explained this and hopefully you guys have taken away that it doesn't have to be hard. You can make it, you can make it whatever you want it to be. I think that now more than ever, I've been in the corporate setting for 11 years now, and I've taken a lot of opportunities as far as developing my management and leadership skills. And I've taken some side opportunities as far as joining an MLM company, uh, selling supplements and workout programs. All of that has kind of led me to a point where I've realized that I can really create a bigger, better, more abundant life than I had a few years ago. I've always thought that it was hard to make money. I had that mindset for a long time, but the more I've educated myself and just put the time into research how to make some money, it doesn't have to be this grind and this hustle. Truly. And that's the other thing too. I'm glad you brought that up because one last thing before we move on to the next one, maybe what you could do is since the internet is so abundant these days with all kinds of training, go online, find a skill that you want to learn, something that you've always wanted to learn. And one of the best examples I have of that is my husband who he works a corporate job, but he's a very creative person. He loves to be creative. He loves to make things and he's very good with his hands. He's just overall so amazing when it comes to his creativity and he loves video and he had no idea how to do anything with video. He taught himself. He sat down and like the last few nights, he's even been on the computer learning how to use this new computer program to edit video. And guess what? I don't know if he wants to monetize that, but he could Mm -hmm. if he wanted to just by learning a new skill and he's learning it all for free on the internet. Mm -hmm. So that's just another thing. If money is hard for you, you can learn new skills for free and monetize it later. Yep. Woohoo. That's amazing. Yes. That's good news. A lot of people make the best money by solving a problem that they had and then teaching it to others. Because if you had that problem or want to learn it, there's probably thousands of other people that want to learn it and they want to learn it from you. And you're the best one to teach it because you struggled with it and then you can teach it and then you can make money off of it. Yes. And that actually is a good reason why we want to create our Facebook community because we want to be able to have other like-minded people share in their stories and maybe you solved a problem and you could help someone else. And it's all about helping people. And that's some of the best ways to make money and feel good about it as you actually solve someone's problems and made someone's lives better. Absolutely. So awesome. I think that we did a really, we, 
we kicked that one's ass. <laughs> <laughs> we are no longer thinking working working hard to make money is a belief. So the next and last is there is never enough to go around. And I think this is a general kind of mindset, fear-based mindset that we have in our culture today that we kind of feel like we're always looking at life and the world from a place of scarcity and lack and there's never enough to go around. There's always enough to go around. Money is infinitely abundant. We live in a very abundant universe, which is kind of woo-woo, but it's true. And we are in the most abundant time of our being as humans. We have everything at our fingertips. You can you can literally go on the computer and have Amazon deliver something to you same day. We don't have to want or need for much these days. It's very abundant. So if you have the mindset that there isn't enough, then you are going to attract more of that in your life. However, if you think money is easy, money, there's more where that came from. And that's kind of a thing that I'll, I'll share I had a really hard time parting with money because I had that, oh, there's not going to be enough or I'm going to suffer or endure a financial hardship or something like that if I spend my money. And instead, I spend my money and I say there's more where that came from. Now, I don't spend my money recklessly, right? And I, I, I definitely value the dollar that I made, and I, but I also honor the purchase and the exchange of value for something else, whether it's something I purchase or it's a person that I'm exchanging a service with like my I'm 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 in the middle of rebranding my website and so I'm going to be paying a writer I'm going to be paying a developer I'm going to exchange that service and there's going to be enough there's going to be more where that came from right and one of the other things that I kind of want to touch on here is we kind of get wrapped up in the never enough mentality in the sense that if we have somebody who is competing against us it's automatically like oh she's doing the thing that means I can't or she's going to get more she's going to get more customers than I am and that's a very never enough mentality that's a very scarcity thing like for example I have graphic designer friends who do exactly what I do and instead of making them a competition and thinking that there's never enough to go around for everybody they are my closest allies they are my people and I think Lindsay you said the community yep community over competition I'm going to give a shout out to my girl, Lindsay Taylor. She is my SD bestie. Yeah. She's got a podcast on Anchor as well, and you can check her out. But she does my lashes. She makes you look beautiful. Your skin is glowing, by the way. It's because of my spray tan, <laughs> which I got from Kirstie. Oh. <laughs> well, she's awesome, too. Kirstie is amazing. <laughs> we love her. Um, she makes my brows look very nice. Yeah. But Lindsay was sharing... She is getting a group of other estheticians and other people who are in her community, so to say, and they're going to have an outing for women to come together to feel their best. So there's going to be like a braid bar. There's going to be her doing lashes. There's going to be other estheticians doing Botox and all kinds of things. And I can't remember them all, but she's like, it's, it's community, not competition. And I love that she said that because even though they're all in the same industry and field, they all have their specialties. They all have their niches. And so why not create a community and share what people are good at to make people feel good? Yeah. And to know that there's always enough to go around. 
being friends with people who do similar to what you do or learning from them or masterminding with them mm-hmm. is amazing. It's going to create more. It's not going to create less. It does not create a, a sense of lack. It's only going to attract more and more abundance, which can translate into wealth and money into your life. There's a lot of people that hold the same profession, but the need is greater than what we can all provide. And that's going to attract consumers and community and abundance for all. Exactly. And Marie Forleo, who I I follow her religiously and I've done her B-school, she always says um, the world needs that special gift that only you have. If I'm a graphic designer and say Lindsay wants to become a graphic designer, more power to you, sister. You have a gift that's probably different than my gift. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to contribute that in different ways. And we're just going to continue to attract more and more to us. So the fact that there that we think sometimes that there's never enough to go around is just completely bogus. And we need to kick that one's ass to the curb, too, because we are stronger together. And there's always enough. Mm -hmm. There's always enough. You are always enough. Right? Always. Always. I love that. Oh, my goodness. I think we totally... I think Hopefully dispelled some pretty amazing, crappy mindsets surrounding money. And you know what, you guys, money isn't something that we really like to talk about. It's kind of a taboo, uncomfortable conversation. Like when people start bringing up money and you're like, this isn't something that I was brought up to not talk about. This is a private matter. But we are going to be talking on different podcasts, all kinds of money topics, because we want this to become less taboo. We want it to become something that people are comfortable with because money is a beautiful thing. Talk about how you're, how you're creating money, how you're changing your life, how money is changing your life, how you're changing other people's lives and how you're giving back. Why not talk freely about money, especially when you use it for the good? Yeah. And for those of you who, who do join the Facebook group, I hope that we do end up having some conversations about money and In future podcasts, we're also going to talk about value, valuing what you do to a degree that that makes sense. And we're going to be talking a great deal about money in that situation, too. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. But as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week. We really hope that you have some new tidbits to take with you to try on and change that mindset with money. And we love that you've been tuning in these last couple of weeks to our new podcast. We're still, I still oh, feel like a little baby. And I think we need to tell people, I we have a lot of rage about, not rage, I just use that because it's a funny word. Um, I have rage personally about the iTunes thing. We're really struggling with iTunes right now. iTunes, please let us on. Um, we're going to be there. We're just working out some of the kinks. I just happens to be that Apple Podcasts is one of the harder ones to get onto because they have all kinds of rules. And we're a bit sweary on this podcast. We've had some explicit tag problems and we're working on it. But guess what? Once we get there, the people who are holding out for iTunes are going to be able to binge a bunch of stuff once they <laughs> yeah. get it. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> we'll be there, we promise. And we hope that once we are there, you guys can actually... We've gotten so much love that I'm like, oh, dang it, this would be so good for the review section. So for those of you who are listening on Anchor and other platforms, if you wouldn't mind when we do announce that we're on iTunes to give us some love over there because 
that's going to help us out. I'll be asking for it. Yeah, we'll be... We'll, I'm going to track it down. Yeah, totally. Give us love. Yeah, give give us some love. But thank you so much for everybody who's been who's been paying attention to our little posts and coming and joining us and listening. And it's it feels good. It feels amazing. Yeah. We definitely feel the love. So thank you again so much. Yes. So subscribe to us on Anchor for now and all the other podcast apps that we are servicing right now. Stitcher, Google Play... Where else are we? Mm, there's some other there's ones, but I don't. But if you're listening to this on iTunes in the future, hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back soon with another episode. Ciao. Adios.